Let's talk out here. Okay, but I don't have a lot of time. I told Jill that I would keep her up to date on what's happening with the IPO. And we're still not telling her that I'm stepping down as COO, is that correct? Uh, no, I have enough to discuss with her right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Listen, uh, thank you, because I know that you're protecting me from the maternal backlash that will ensue, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I just want to keep her focused on whether we should go public, and I think that mentioning your decision is just going to be a distraction that no one needs right now. Have you heard anything more about what's going on with Connor? No. But he's Adam's son, so I'm sure he's a genius at disguising his feelings. Well, he's also Chelsea's son, which means that he wears his heart on his sleeve. I mean, what's your kid supposed to think? He finds out that his mom's his cousin's biological mom, too? I know how difficult it's been on Johnny. He doesn't want to think about Chelsea, doesn't want to mention her name. Doesn't even want to talk about it. They should just hand you over the best costume award already because this is genius. Tat, stop. It's not that big a deal. I am serious. A few seconds ago, I looked over and I actually had to remind myself that you're my kid and not some flesh-eating zombie. I was about to run out of here, terrified, screaming bloody murder. Let's just go. What are you talking about? We got a little time before you have to be at Beckett's. If we go over now, they're going to put you to work, cleaning the bathroom and Planting bloody hands in the front yard? Sounds like fun to me. The whole reason that we got dressed up early is so your mother could see you in your costume. Mm -hmm. She should have been here by now. She's late for things. Like everything. Waking up, going to sleep, dinner. And then she apologizes for stuff nobody apologizes for. She's like that with you? All the time. Do you know why? Because of Johnny. She's sad about him constantly, so there's no time left for anything else, including me. I got your message. What's going on? Come in and close the door. I've thought about our last conversation regarding Newman Media. Have you made a decision about who will be the permanent CEO? I have. And despite your objections, I'm moving forward with my decision to replace Sally, hopefully with Nate. 
Have you made him the offer yet? No, I'll be meeting with him later this afternoon. Look, I realize that you've been Sally's advocate from the start, so I thought that my COO should be the first to know. Hey, you've reached Devon Hamilton. Sorry, Mr. Call. Leave a message. Devon, hey, it's me. Look, I know we said a lot of things last night in the heat of the moment, but it's good we got it out and open, right? Now we can deal with it, try to heal. You know, we fight hard, but when it's all said and done, we're family. When one of us makes a mistake, we patch things up. What we don't do is quit on them. So we need to find a way to mend this, man. I know we can figure this out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Johnny and Connor are at difficult ages. You know, they're going through a lot. They're trying to figure out who they are and where their place is in the world, and it's a lot to process. I know, I know it is. I just wish there was something I could do or say to make Johnny feel better. Well, you are, you're doing what's important. You're there for them. I mean, they have a lot of people in their lives that love them and just want to help them through this. It's so like you to put the kids' feelings first, even with everything that's on your shoulders, given with the IPO being in the air and everything else. Well, like I said, Devon and I have it handled. So, uh, hear me out for a second, but I spent last night tossing and turning, trying to figure out a way to make this whole transition easier. It's really not necessary. I know, but I was thinking maybe I could be the go-between with my mother, you know, keeping her informed on everything that's going on at Chancellor Winters. Okay, really, you really don't have to worry about it. I am ready for you to step back from your duties. You made it very clear that this isn't what you want to be doing, and I'm glad, I'm grateful that you were honest with me, because I just want you to be happy. Well, I don't want to leave you in a lurch, though. You're not, okay? I will be fine until I find your replacement, someone who wants to be there. It's not the best timing, is it? Nate gets fired, and now you've got this major fire to put out. Well, that's my job, with Devon. to go back to the office. I'll go with you. No, Billy, just stay here, okay? Deal with what you have to deal with. Everything is fine. I'll be fine. hope I'm not interrupting, but I just had to come over and tell you what a fantastic costume this is. Oh, this? 
This uh, this is my doting dad costume that I uh, wear on special occasions, but thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was talking to your son. Thanks. So what are your plans for Halloween? I'm going to a party at a friend's house later. How are you at trick-or-treating? We've been working on a map of the best houses to hit for weeks. Smart. Then we'll go back to his place, have pizza, watch a few movies. Huh, but nothing scary. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's Halloween, the night when witches and goblins and monsters of all sorts fill the streets. But yeah, no one watches anything scary. <laughs> have you taken, like, a million pictures of this incredible creation? My mom usually does all that. Has she called back yet? Not yet, buddy. She probably won't. Let's just go. I can wait at home for the party to start. No, why don't we just give her a few more minutes, okay? Why bother? She's not coming. She does that now. She makes promises and she doesn't follow through. And why would you say that? She just doesn't care anymore about anything. Well, you know what? Maybe we should go check on her. Because you think something's happened to her? Mom is okay, right? I'm surprised your decision to fire Sally came so abruptly. We've discussed the possibility. Letting her go has always been an option. I thought I'd convinced you to give her some time to prove herself, to at least show her that much respect. I've already done that. It's time to move on. She's not the right person for the job. Tell me something, Vic. If you could remove Sally's personal life from the equation, would that affect your decision? I'm not going to lie to you. Your growing relationship has given me pause. That should have absolutely nothing to do with your choice. You repeatedly refused to answer my question when I asked you how much time the two of you were spending together, which tells me that even you realize that this could be a potential problem. Executives in this company have dated each other many times over the years. You yourself have been involved in some of those relationships. Yes, of course. But in this particular situation, I'm afraid that it will impact your judgment and your objectivity. Give me one instance where I've given her preferential treatment. Well, you went awfully easy on her when she didn't show up for that marketing meeting. That's not true. I treated her like I would treat any executive who made a very minor mistake. Are you sure about that? Vic, she has been loyal to us. She has been dedicated to us. Do you remember she didn't run certain stories because she had our back? Ask yourself something. Would you be so passionately defending her if you didn't have this obvious personal connection to her? Look, I'm sure your mom's fine. She probably just lost track of time doing something. She doesn't have a job, so what's she so busy doing that she's forgotten about Halloween? Your mother would never forget Halloween. It's got to be, I don't know, a whole bunch of pumpkins blocking the road or a bunch of kids out in the neighborhood looking for something sweet. 
So, what is the ranch giving out? Um, toothbrushes. What? <laughs> no, we can't. You're kidding, hey, right? Someone's got to do it, and this year it's us. As a matter of fact, I should probably run to the drugstore and pick some up so somebody else doesn't buy them all. Um, Sally, would you mind hanging out with the future winner of the costume contest? I really don't know if I should be sitting with the toothbrush family, but um, as long as Connor is okay with it. Sure. See you guys soon. Buy candy, lots of it. We will see. All right, name your top three favorite Halloween candies. Go. I'm not gonna talk about my relationship with Sally because that's off limits. And I'm a little offended that you don't think I can separate my work from my personal life. I don't understand why you're fighting this so hard. Sally has done a stellar job now for months. And I respect your opinion. It's not an opinion, Vic, it's facts. Look at the numbers. Look, the call is ultimately mine. Well, I don't understand your thought process. It's a logical one. I want to be surrounded by people that I trust and respect. I don't want to have to be second-guessing people's loyalties or wondering if they're going to let their personal issues get in the way of work. So you want to install this man who is willing to turn his back on his own family and company for his personal ambition. If he's willing to do that to his own relatives, what do you think he's going to do to us, Vic? So please, explain to me how hiring him makes sense. What in? I'm guessing this is the part where you give me a more personal take on how you feel about my betrayal? No. I think I did a pretty good job of making you understand how I felt about you backstabbing us when you confessed. Mm. So how can I help you? Well, I think I should actually congratulate you. For what? for being a bigger screw-up than I am. You know, I, I've gambled, I've cheated, I've lied, I've done a lot of things that a lot of decent people wouldn't do. So if I did what you did, people would expect it. But you, you know, you're, you're a good person. You're smart and dependable, someone that people admire. Okay, but so what are you saying, we're alike? No, no, no. No, I'm definitely not saying that. No, I'm a legendary bad boy. You are an upstanding citizen. I made a terrible mistake. One that can be fixed. If you make a right with Devon. And of course, the rest of your family. Which is what I would like to see happen. Why? What possible difference could it make to you? You know, when I finally got over the initial shock about what happened, I, uh, I started to think about my own history, about working in the family business and the battles that I had with my siblings. And I, I remember, you know, I, I, I had to decide that Jabot wasn't the right place for me, mostly because I was trying to live up to what other people's ideas of what I should be doing. I get it. The difference is, Nate, you love being a Chancellor Winters, and you're good at it. 
Okay, those ideas that you have for the music festival, those are good ideas, and I supported them. It shows that you have good instincts. Which Devon couldn't bring himself to yeah, acknowledge. Yeah, that's fine. But you know what? There's always two sides to every story. And yes, Devon has a part in that. Yeah, I'm glad you realize it. The truth is, you and Devon, you've gotten past some pretty serious issues. And you can get past this one. And I want to see that happen, because the longer this goes on, the harder it's going to be to heal. As frustrated as I was by the way Devon handled things, I regret my actions. I was blinded by my desire for power. He and Elena were right to call me out on it, but Devon won't even admit he had a part to play in it. I'm sure that was a very calm and rational conversation, trying to figure out who was more wrong. Yeah, we both got pretty heated. Have you tried reaching out? Yeah. Um... He keeps sending me two voicemails. Won't return my calls. I mean, why would he? He and Lily probably hate me by now. I don't think that's true. I mean, I know Lily was very upset. She was disappointed and she was hurt. Yeah, and she'd probably never trust me again. Well, that's up to you, man. I mean, you got to do everything you can to earn their trust back. I don't even know where to begin. That's Devon. Answer it. Say two very underrated words. I'm sorry. Hey, Devon. I got your message, and if you want to talk to me, let's do it. Should we get some pastries? Probably not. The toothbrush threat hanging over my head. I guess you're right. You've probably got better things to do. I'm cool with waiting alone. You know that I can handle being here by myself because that's what I was doing the last time you saw me. Fair enough. But I did promise your dad that I would hang out with you until he got back. Uh, why would you do anything for him? I know the two of you aren't friends anymore. Did he say that? No, but... Well, good. Because, yeah, even though some stuff happened and things are different now, doesn't mean that we're not friends anymore. Has anything like that ever happened to you? With me and Beckett, the guy's having the party tonight. We play this video game together all the time. But then he decided he wanted to play something else. A game you weren't into. Yeah, so we didn't hang out for a while. But then we realized there's this game we both like, so... So everything's good now. The best. See? And I have a feeling you are going to have a great time tonight. And you're definitely going to have one of the coolest costumes there. You think so? Oh, trust me. I know a good costume when I see one. Top tier for creativity and 10 extra points for wearing it well. Did you dress up for Halloween when you were growing up? Oh, I beg your pardon. I still do. It is my favorite holiday. Even more than Christmas? Oh, well, yeah, because on Halloween, you get to be someone else. Anyone you want. What's your costume this year? Oh, I thought you would never ask. I am going to be Irma. Vep. 
Should I know who that is? No, but it is a character in a movie way before your time. But it is also an anagram. Wait, I know. You move the letters around and create another word. How are you at puzzles? You're going to be a vampire. The worst. Very cool. <laughs> Chelsea, it's me. Chels? Chelsea, if you're in there, I'm just here to check on you. We were waiting for you in the coffee house. And you didn't show up, so I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. Oh my god. I'm late. Chelsea? feeling under the weather and I meant to call you and um, I, I don't know, I must have fallen asleep. Well, I called you about a hundred times. <sighs> Connor's over at Crimson Lights and he's waiting for you to see his costume. No. How upset is he? He's okay, but we were worried about you. Oh my God. He's gonna think I forgot about him. Well, with all this stuff with Johnny, he does feel like you're pulling away from him, like he's not your priority and I certainly didn't help. I don't want him to feel that way. He is my whole heart. I am, I am really, really sorry. I know you are. And if you're sick, you're sick. But, you know, maybe next time you could let Connor know so we could adjust our expectations. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I should have texted you, and I just, I won't let it happen again. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it, okay? Can you just like give me a minute to, to make myself presentable and then we'll go to the coffee house? Sure. Thank you. This is how corporations work. Allegiances change on a case-by-case -case basis. So you're making excuses for a man who is willing to sell out his own family? <sighs> Nate took a risk in a high-stakes game. His play was interrupted, but he never once revealed that I was the person he was working with. And how long do you think that's gonna stay a secret? You know everything comes to light. Nate displayed the kind of loyalty that I can appreciate. What about the kind Sally showed? With that whole mess surrounding Ashland's death, she could have run with that story, told the truth about what happened, and gotten a hell of a lot of attention from it, but she didn't do that. She held some back. I thought she showed the perfect blend of journalistic integrity and loyalty to this family. Of course you'd say that. This has nothing to do with my friendship with her. I'm thinking about what is best for this company. She's proven she can do the job, Vic. You haven't even bothered to ask what her plans are for the future or how many great ideas we could lose by replacing her with someone else. 
So you tell me, who's thinking about what's best for Newman and who is reacting from their own personal feelings? Come on in. I wasn't sure you were getting my messages, but I'm glad you called. I was hoping we could talk. You know, have a real conversation without all the anger and accusations. So the opposite of what happened when we ran into each other at Noah's Club? We both said a lot of things in the heat of the moment that we shouldn't have. Did we? I said a lot of things that I know were upsetting. Yeah, I'd say so. But what I didn't say, and what I want you to know is, I'm sorry. I was so busy defending my actions and blaming you for your role in what happened that I didn't apologize for what I did. You said my role in what happened? Look, what I did was reprehensible. That I would even consider allowing someone else to take control of Chancellor Winters, of the legacy of two families, away from you and Lily and Jill. That I would try to justify my actions. And the fact that I didn't follow through with it is immaterial. I'm owning up to what I did. And I hope you know I would never do anything like that again. Look, my hope is that you can find it in your heart to forgive me. And that we can all find a way to get past this together. But the only way we can do that is if we're completely honest with each other. So. Talk to me, man. Want to talk? Okay. We can talk for sure. I've, uh... I've actually been giving a lot of thought to what you said about Neil. Accusing me of holding on so tight to his memory that I'm squeezing all the life out of the company. And how I wasn't allowing any room for growth or new ideas. And how my love for him was ruining our relationship shutting you down and holding you back. It was out of anger. Yeah, maybe. But you know, maybe there is some truth to what you said, too. Why are you here? I'm gonna trust you didn't mean that the way that it sounded. I told you I could handle this. Yeah, I know, of course. And and I will step back like I said I would. I just, you know, wanted to try and alleviate some of the pressure that you're under. What do you mean by that? I just left Nate, and we had a good conversation. Why? Because I wanted to try and facilitate an end to the family drama because it's in the best interest of everyone. Yeah, but he's my cousin. Yeah, no, I know that. But I'm, I'm you know, a neutral party. Well, I mean... You're hardly neutral. You were as furious as the rest of us. So uh, what happened? Well, you're, you're right. He was braced for another attack when I walked in, but we were able to have a good conversation, and I just expressed that I get it. You know, family drama happens. It happened to me at Jabot, but reconciliation is possible when you have forgiveness. I also told him it's going to be up to him to convince you and Devon that he deserves that. Okay, I, I don't understand why you took it upon yourself to go talk to him without even running it by me first. 
because I know how much family means to you and Devon and, and this company. And I just wanted to do my part, you know, before I resigned. Really, just be honest. I mean, this has nothing to do with you wanting to help my family heal. This is because you feel guilty about walking away. The point I'd like to make is that even if Neil's memory does have a hold on me in some way, I still try to let you in. It didn't feel like it at the time. Well, I didn't. And let me tell you, I'm gonna miss my dad for the rest of my life. So, yeah, dealing with his loss, it affects every decision I make. But ultimately, it was my choice to go ahead with the merger. It was my choice to bring you on as COO, even with you having no experience. And, you know, I did the best job I could at giving you the same kind of guidance and the same kind of focus that Neil would have given you if he were still around, at least I thought. But you didn't see it as that. You just saw it as me trying to squash your dreams. Yeah, um, I guess I let my own emotions and ambitions cloud my perspective. Well, it's nice that you can admit that, but you know, it still doesn't excuse the fact that you went out of your way to screw over your family. And honestly, I don't know how anybody does that, no matter how frustrated you get. I convinced myself it was ultimately in all of our best interests, that it would lead to a bigger and better Chancellor Winters. With you running things all right? Yeah. In retrospect, it was just a rationalization. Weren't you always the guy preaching how important it was to you to create this family legacy to leave behind for the kids? For the next generation, for Charlie and Maddie and Moses and Dominic, any kids you might have down the line? I lost track of what was most important to me. At the time, all I could think about was what would be good for me in the short term. I had this vision of proving to all of you what a great leader I can be. And who was blowing your head up with all these ideas? Who were you sharing information with about our IPO? That doesn't matter anymore. How are you going to say it doesn't matter? Because I'm not selling shares that would have made a takeover possible. Hell, I don't even have shares because I'm not a part of the company anymore. So this other CEO is no longer a threat. But Nate, just because you didn't do what they asked you to do doesn't mean whoever it is is done going after our company. You'll be prepared to prevent anyone from attempting that kind of move. Audra will make sure of it. This is about what I did. What about what you're doing right now? You're choosing to protect this CEO instead of your family. I'm not. Okay. Give me a name then. I'm sorry, Devon. You're sorry? Do you know the definition of sorry? How are you gonna sit there and say you're sorry when you're clearly okay with leaving us vulnerable to another attack? If you are sorry, tell me a name. You know what? I will definitely remember this. Devon. Look. What, mate? I have nothing to say to you unless you're gonna help me out. Did you think just by saying you're sorry that I'm gonna forgive you and will I trust you again? I know it'll take some time. I think it's gonna take all the time. Why do you deserve a second chance? Sally has done 
an inadequate job. That's my professional opinion, but I believe that Nate would be a better fit for Newman Media. Loyalty issues aside, what makes you think Nate's gonna do a better job? Nate has been a trusted family friend for years. He stepped up for us. He put his integrity on the line when we asked him to. This incident doesn't prove that he can't be trusted. And do you know what, Nicholas? My instincts tell me that Nate is gonna surprise all of us. And if you're wrong and it doesn't work out? Well, then I have other candidates to choose from. So whether you like it or not, Nicholas, this change is happening. Sally's out and Chloe as well. The only question is, do you want to break the news to Sally or would you like for me to handle it? So you're not even going to wait to see what Nate's answer is? It's not going to change my plan. If Nate's not going to come on board as CEO, then I will choose someone else. Well, if I can't change your mind, then I'll be the one to tell her. As you wish. your favorite scary movie? Get me a bowl of popcorn and the poltergeist, and I'm good. I saw that and couldn't sleep with the lights off for a week. Oh, that's when you know it's good, because it won't leave you. I remember watching it with my aunt when I was a little bit older than you, and it still makes me scream. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah, that creepy clown scene. I know. Yeah, the way you're watching it, you know the clown's supposed to be in the chair, and then, where's the clown? <laughs> Clowns and ventriloquist dummies? Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if that one starts walking tonight. I have a question for you. Which is creepier, clowns or vampires? Easy, clowns. At least you know exactly what a vampire is going to do to you. So you don't trust a clown? They'll smile at you, but they're always planning a surprise. You are absolutely right. <laughs> Connor, you look incredible. This is the coolest zombie costume I've ever seen. You like it? Oh, I love it. Hi, Sally. Hi. Are you excited about your party later? Yeah. Well, we just drove by it, and it's all decked out. It looks like a, um, I don't know, it looks like a, like a, a haunted castle. Cool. Do you want to go outside and we can take some pictures together? It's a good idea. We should do that. See you, Sally. Have fun tonight. And remember, not too many scary movies. It's going to be a great night. Hi, Uncle Nick. Dude, Incredible. sick costume. Hey. Uh, we need to talk. I am just trying to make my transition as smooth as possible. Yeah, I know, but I told you that you don't have to worry about it. Just like I told you that I support your decision to leave the corporate world because it makes you so unhappy. So if you're feeling guilty about your decision, don't. Billy, I'm, I'm just trying to help. No, I know you're trying to help, Billy, but it's not helping. It's having the opposite effect. You shouldn't put yourself in the middle of what's happening with Nate. It's not your problem to solve anymore. 
okay? So it's my company, it's my family, and I will handle it the way I see fit. Got your message. I'm so glad you came. I wasn't sure if you would or not. I was surprised you reached out. I don't imagine there's much more for us to discuss. Actually, we have quite a lot to talk about. Have a seat. I'm just gonna go ahead and cut right to the heart of the matter. How would you feel about taking over as CEO of Newman Media? Join us again for The Young and the Restless, 